Hey, Dream Builders. Welcome back to another awesome episode of the Dream Design Podcast with Amy Lee. My guest this week is Vanessa Ann Miller. She is the mindset of marketing coach whose desire is to help women step into their power and realize that they have the talents and resources to create beautiful connections and a thriving business. I am so excited for you guys to get to know her. We'll be right back with Vanessa Ann Miller. You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high-achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. So welcome, Vanessa. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. You have like the best voice for this, by the way. (laughs) You are so sweet. I think when you've done this as long as I have, it just kind of comes second nature, right? (laughs) I love it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit. We always like to start out here on the podcast with kind of like, like, tell us a little bit about your journey. Like when, you know, when you finished school or whatever it was, you know, what you thought you were going to do and then what you ended up doing instead and kind of like how that trajectory happened. Well, my story of entrepreneurship starts at age about five years old. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like I always wanted to be an entrepreneur and really focus on marketing because I love marketing. I remember, Emily, I remember thinking, I want to have big boobies and be like this high-powered woman. Like I remember as a five-year-old, I remember thinking that. And so I always wanted to be a a businesswoman. Um, And I told myself I was going to go to a certain university, which I did. But being at five years old, I said that going through that university and going through business school and really being groomed by my father, it was like, why don't you do something safe? Why don't you do real estate? Why don't you do finances? And so I actually got into real estate when I got out of college and the entire, I guess it was like 14 years of being working for someone for someone else just didn't feel right. So I went back to my my core desire of being an entrepreneur. And after being 14 years in financial services, I opened up a fitness studio and smoothie bar. And I had a storefront. I I was able to still do my financial services business, but then have like the whole dream of like, you know, fulfilling my dream of being an entrepreneur. Well, I quickly learned that it wasn't that easy, especially when you have an overhead, uh, the overhead of like a facility and you had to buy the cost of goods. And so it was like my first taste of entrepreneurship and the first taste of like, holy moly, this is going to be a roller coaster ride. Um, we had a two year lease on that fitness studio. It happened to be an herbal life uh, nutrition club. So we, I was in network marketing. And so we would sell the shake products and we would have fitness uh, classes there. And we had a two-year lease. And by towards the end of the the two-year lease, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to renew this. This was in 2019. Well, it's like the universe was guiding me because then I found out I was pregnant unexpectedly. 
And it was like a month before I had a chance to renew my lease if I was going to. I'm so glad that happened because then COVID happened. And so when I had the facility, it was a 2,500 square foot facility, there were times where we didn't have people come in. And so I started a women's networking uh, or group. It was for women entrepreneurs. And we would have women come in for luncheons and they would we'd have a guest speaker. They would have a shake and they would get the, the guest speaker, you know, the, the event for free. And I realized that a lot of women entrepreneurs, including myself, had a mindset issue. It was they weren't activating or they weren't acting on the marketing plan or they weren't acting on sales conversations because they had a mindset issue. And so that being at that fitness studio, having that storefront was like one more step closer to where I'm at now. It's been a really a roller coaster journey of trying to find myself and build this business. So it was a long story, but that's what it was. No, it's phenomenal. And you know, the cool thing is that everybody that comes on the podcast, they all have different ways to get to where they got to. And your way is going to resonate, right? Like, I feel like every time we always have people that are like, wow, I had no idea I could do it that way. I had no idea I could start here and get to where she is. So what seems to you like a long drawn out process is really going to inspire someone to be like, oh my gosh, like this could be, this could be my life, you know? And I think that's really powerful. Um, so tell me some of like, when you were coming to this new idea about mindset and marketing, and I know that, you know, you're on your NLP journey as well. Um, tell me some of like the deal breakers that you had, like knowing where, where you'd been before in your business, like what were some things that you felt like when I do this new business, this is no longer, you know, I don't have space for this in my life. And also some of the things that you knew that you had to have. I think the biggest thing was I no longer have the space to feel like I have to learn it all and do it myself. I started, I, well, I was investing in courses, $2,000 courses here and there, you know, maybe even $500 courses here and there. And it all added up. And I decided, I was like, no, I'm going to pay someone to, if I'm going to pay $2,000 for this course, I'm going to pay someone $2,000 to, to help me in my business because then I can focus on what I'm really good at. Why do I need to learn all these things? Yes, it's good, but it's like, it's just taking me away from the action taking. And also having the knowledge at your fingertips doesn't mean you're actually going to utilize it. I mean, me, you know, you know, Carolyn, right? Between me and Carolyn, we figured out we have like $100,000 worth of courses. And, you know, people do such a great job of marketing them and making them look so pretty. And it's got all these pieces and here's the bonuses. But honestly, like at the end of the day, if you don't actually input that information into you, then it doesn't do you any good. No. Mm -mm. And like my programs, like I started to add that personal touch of like, let's have group calls. Let, let's, let's get you the results that you want. I don't want to just leave you there and you learn by yourself. It's when you share someone's energy, that's when you can get to the next level. Absolutely. And I find that in my programs too, like, you know, there was kind of this period where people would criticize coaches who would sell being in their energy, but being in the energy of a good coach, if you know anything about energetics, which we both do, if you know anything about mindset, if you know anything about what truly drives someone, then the best investment you can make is to be in the energy of a coach who can hold space for you. And, you know, people make fun of that. I saw an, an Instagram ad the other day where someone's like, were you, were you manipulated into a high coaching package? And I'm like, people, like, you have to understand that like when somebody, and, and let's have this conversation right now, podcast, I'm looking at my microphone as if you're in there, you guys. Um, but 
you know, when somebody like us, like powerful coaches like Vanessa and myself, when we sign on to be your mentor, to be your coach, to be your activator, we have now given you a level of accountability that we're in it with you. This is not the same as, you know, oh, you know, fix your swing, little Johnny. Like, this is like, okay, what's going on today? What did you do today? What, you know, tell me about this, this outcome. Okay, let's figure out how we can change this. Or, you know, you've got eyes on their business. And that is such a powerful and very vulnerable place to be for a coach. And you can't do that for very many people. So when we talk about high ticket coaching and when, you know, people are like, oh, what, you know, how do you, do you, someone said to me the other day, do you recommend that your clients charge that much? And I'm like, all day long. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, tell me that the nurse that has to be up on call overnight and stay up doesn't make more than the one who sits at a desk all day and goes home at 5 p.m. and gets to shut off her phone. It's called a differential, right? We have that in the coaching world too. So I know that was totally a tangent, but it's so true, right? Like when you provide that level of accountability for someone, that's where coaching is going. Because these people, people like you and me, we don't have time to go, okay, let's go through module 17 and let's do like, that's just never going to resonate for us. But if I know that you're there with me and you're like, all right, I didn't see you log into the system today. What's going on? That's what we're here to pay for. So anyway, off my soapbox. <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, that's part of creating change is to have that support and that accountability. It's not just behavioral and identity change, but I mean, that's all part of it. So I completely agree. I, I'm probably up there with you guys as far as all the courses. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a digital shelf, you know, creating dust. I know. I remember a couple of weeks ago, somebody put something in there in, in one of our chats and you're like, do I need this? And we're all like, no, like, the whole point is that you don't need it. And, I mean, more power to you out there. If you sell a course, you know, like there are people that benefit from that. We're simply saying that at the level we're at right now, with the clients that we serve, with the amount of things that we're into, we don't have the luxury of going, all right, I'm going to plunk down and go through module, you know, X, Y, Z. We just don't have that. So just recognize if you're out there, recognize that there is a faction of us who actually would rather pay you more money to actually be in the thick of it with us. Yeah. Um, so speaking of which, let's talk a little bit about your coaching and kind of like what you offer. So tell us a little bit about kind of like, who's that ideal client for you and what do you help? Is it, is it always a woman? Is it always women? Uh, yes, it's actually been having more men come into my world, but mostly women. Yes. And so what, so who is that person? And then what do you help with as far as a transformation? So folks out there listening, if, if they resonate with that, they can find you. Yeah. So she's an entrepreneur that is probably a little bit in a plateau of her business. She is not completely new, but she's ready to get to the next level and she wants to have a business where it's more aligned with, um, like, like we talked about energetics, it's just something that feels good. It's not feeling like it's so forceful and that she knows that things can be easy and that there needs to be a deeper connection with someone versus just having a transactional relationship with her clients. So um, that's who my lady is. Um, and what I help them with is that we use NLP sales and marketing strategies. Some, some people may not realize it, but with neuro-linguistic programming, it's really about understanding yourself and how you communicate with someone. But 
understanding how that's going to land for someone else. Like literally what is going on in someone's brain when you're putting content out there. And when you can use subconscious marketing, you create more of a connection that's going to give you referrals and repeat buyers and just kind of like create a viral effect for your business. Absolutely. I love that. So if people want to find you, um, there's a couple of different ways to do that. One of them is your Facebook group, right? Yes. Awesome. And that is the Aligned Businesswoman. Can you tell us a little bit more about your group? Yeah. So in my group, we um, I actually have a couple of experts that come in, but you'll find um, just ways to like really connect with each other. You can post about your business in there. I try to have a weekly um, training in there on Thursdays. And then once a month, we have a, a I guess you could say a functional uh, nutritionist that comes in that talks about the energetics of like what you're consuming in your body and how it's going to come out into your to your business. So basically taking care of your body as well as your your mind and soul. I love that. That is so amazing. And you also have Instagram as well, right? Yes. I like to hang out on Instagram once in a while, mainly in the stories. <laughs> Awesome. And then you also have a lead magnet that you wanted to share with us, right? Yeah. So I have a um, free masterclass. It comes via email over four days. It's called the Empowerment Activation. And it walks you through the process of creating a personal brand that aligns with your passions and your expertise. So you are showing up confidently and you're not, uh, you're, you're being more consistent in your business because you have that confidence and that passion behind what you do. I love that. I, I'm sorry that my Slack is going in the background. <laughs> I'm, no, like, I'm like, oh no, it's, it's Amanda. It's my business manager that's like all over the place. She's amazing. <laughs> um, okay. So let's dig back in a little bit about what do you feel like? Cause you know, you're all into mindset and things like that. What do you feel like was like the biggest mindset shift that you had from building your business to, um, kind of now, like, like from the beginning, like what has shifted for you specifically? Oh gosh. I would say going back again to like hiring help, like asking for some help. Mm -hmm. Um, and thinking that I can, and you know how they say you can't outrun a bad diet? Mm -hmm. Well, it was like I could outrun through my strategy a bad mindset. Mm -hmm. So really focusing more on strategy than on mindset was something that I learned the hard way. I kept pushing it off, pushing it off. And then I realized that like part of, I, I did this like, it's so funny. I did this like a mindset uh, meditation uh, challenge three years ago. And it was a big hit. Like I had no audience and it was a big hit for that. And so, but I kept resisting it. And so I would say that focusing on mindset was one of the mindset shifts that I had, had to do. I mean, as funny as that sounds, but it was like focusing on getting all of the, the negative, you know, emotions and limiting beliefs in my head so that I can step into the visibility that I needed to, to draw in the clients that I would like. That's so powerful. Yeah. And I think that's really kind of what it comes down to is that entrepreneurship is like the biggest mind F in the world. Like, I don't want to say the word just in case there's folks out there with little kiddos, but like, you cannot like, you, you cannot escape self actualization and self discovery and be an entrepreneur. It's just not possible. Like 
and especially online with, you know, having to deal with social media and everything, like we are constantly re, you know, reorganizing our business, constantly reinventing ourselves. Like, I think you even said, when I asked you about your title, you were like, oh, well, you know, I have an open G center. So like, it's going to change a bunch of times, right? Because we can't, we, we have a hard time even defining ourselves because we're growing, but we're growing under a microscope. And like how many businesses have to grow under a microscope. Like when Coca-Cola had growing pains, it wasn't like anybody saw it, right? Like it was happening in a in an office somewhere and it wasn't like there's no Coca-Cola person that's having a meltdown that everybody has to watch. Or, Wait, where'd Coke go? Coke's been missing for a couple of weeks, right? Like, but when it's us, it's like we are the brand. And so in being the brand, like we take this oath of like the Truman Show, where it's like, by virtue of me being the brand, I have to give over a whole aspect of myself that I basically have to be like coached by the universe in front of an audience. Mm. And like, no one really thinks that, you know, when you see all these ads and stuff, they're like, come be a coach. And it's like, yeah, come be a coach, get ready. Cause it's, it's an intense ride. And and the only thing that, you know, you, you have to go on is you. Mm-hmm. And that takes such, like, it, it's just such a marathon mindset thing, you know? And so when you get in there with your clients and you're like, hey, you're not doing this alone. And on those days when you feel like you're in the gutter, I'm here to remind you who you really are and bring you back up to that level because that's where you are. You have the illusion that you're down here. But I have the perspective to see 360 around you and I see that you're up here. And that's what coaching really does. Coaching is a lot less about education and it's a lot more about accountability and perspective. That's what people are paying for. And the more that people realize that, the more they're going to find quality coaches instead of whoever you know has the best, the best marketing or the best pictures or whatever. Although we're, we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. Um, so tell me like when it comes to online businesses and mindset, what do you feel is the biggest like pitfall for clients? Like, what do you see as the main thing that keeps them from having that dream business? Um, I'm going to back up real quick to, I'm going to respond to what you were saying earlier. You know, you're so right being in the spotlight. It makes me think when you're, when you're going through that, it made me realize how much, it feels like you're a celebpreneur without trying to be a celebrity, but you are in the eye of other people. While we might not be celebrity status, we do have eyes on us that can be a little bit, um, you feel a little bit naked. And so um, I love that you said that the, about the coaching is like, it's so much more than learning. You're right. Because there's, you know, there's always someone that's going to have been at a different level than us. And to be able to hold each other up and pull each other up, you know, to, to hold, pull each other up is so important. It's not weakness or anything like that. It's not, you know, it's, it's about really owning your strength to know that you can't do it all by yourself and that there is someone that can to help pull you up. So I, I love that you, you touched on that. Um, and then I'm sorry, your question again about, what the pitfalls of entrepreneurship? Um, I would say the 
the pitfalls, the pitbull, pitfalls, <laughs> pitfalls of entrepreneurship would be just really getting stuck in your own head. Um, when you compare yourself to others and then it gets you stuck in your own head and you start doubting yourself. So that is like one of the major pitfalls that I've experienced. And, you know, sometimes we think like, oh, we're not judging someone when we think this person is so great. Yes and no. You're you're also putting yourself like you're putting them on a pedestal and you're you're putting yourself as a in, inferior to them. And so I think that would be one of the, the major pitfalls that I've seen in entrepreneurship. Yeah, absolutely. And you, and, and it's so, it, it's a program, right? Like it's not even the reality. Like reality doesn't exist. We create reality. Perspective is reality. And so like when you get into these down in the dump places and there's nobody there to pull you up, wouldn't it be tragic if you were meant to do something really incredible, but because there's nobody there to give you that life preserver, you just drown in a sea of doubt and somebody who's not as qualified as you and not as talented as you and not as heart centered as you ends up taking over where you were supposed to be that to me that that is the tragedy that I think befalls a lot of entrepreneurs and also you know not to be like ranty but finding the wrong coaches I mean how many times have people come to you and been like you know I really want to invest with you but I'm a little gun shy because I worked with whoever it is it doesn't matter and this happened and now I'm just not sure and you're like oh if only you'd found me first you'd already be you'd be at my level we'd be you know we'd be peers but you have this whole community of people that see coaching as easy, right? It's just a quick way to get, you know, somebody to make a high figure investment. And then there's no accountability. There's no perspective. It's just, let me just add you to my K's for the month, 10K, 20K, 30. I made eight, hundred K this month. Right. But like, I, I feel like that is becoming less appealing to a potential client to hear that someone's made a bunch of money. I don't care how much money you made. I want to know how much money you made helped your clients make. Mm -hmm. I want to hear how much, you know, your, your clients made like that to me, then I'm coming toward you. But if you're telling me that you're a hundred K coach, all that tells me is that you know how to close a sale. That doesn't tell me that you know how to help me with my business, you know? So I think that's a really powerful aspect too. And um, yeah, I just threw this up here because okay. this, this right here, this is the goal. Like I need to do a post on this. Right? You should too, Vanessa, your, your community like needs to see this too. But yeah, the, the coaching trifecta is accountability plus perspective and a little bit of education, right? But the education piece is really kind of secondary. It's the other two. And that's what high ticket is. And that's what people are paying for. And I think Vanessa is a powerful example of what a really great um, high powered coach looks like. You know, she's definitely so smart and so ambitious and, and wants things for people's businesses as much as they do. And, and, you know, that's what you really want to look for. You want to look for the coach that wants you to win for you and not for them. And Vanessa is definitely that. So Vanessa, just turning it over to you one more time. Do you have any final thoughts or anything you feel like the audience would need to hear from you? Um, and let's throw your, while you're doing that, I'm going to throw all your links back up again. Yeah. Um, I would say that the final thought would be that, you know, no matter where you're at right now, know that there's other people that are in the same position. And sometimes when we can uh, seek the help and then the support and just the uh, connection with someone else, we'll real we you'll realize that you're not alone in this. And it's not easy, um, but it is simple. And if you keep on going in your business, you're going to get there. 
I love that. Such wise words from such an amazing coach. Thank you so much for being here, Vanessa. It has been a pleasure. Guys, go follow her. Go. She has a podcast too. Go find it. Go join her group. Go do all the things. She is amazing. So thank you, Vanessa, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And that'll do it for this episode of the Dream Design Podcast with Amy Lee. Until next time, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, and may you be at peace. Namaste. Thank you.